0: I think when you put yourself under that good, truthful teaching right. and you, you submit to it. Right. You know, you allow it to do its work, that's where you're going to position yourself to really fully embrace the right. power of God in your right. life it doesn't work the other way around right you can't get the power of god if you're not willing to embrace the truth of god right like right. i need to hear the truth it's i don't need so to hear true. that someone of the
1: tickle my ears and even though you want your ears tickled know this it's never getting you anywhere it's never getting the church anywhere it's never getting society anywhere mm-hmm. it's not going to get us anywhere what's going to get us somewhere is when we have righteousness in our right hand and our left I'm Bill McMahon, along with me is Mark Hostetler. I appreciate Mark. We're actually uh, cranking out some shows. You'll see the same shirt on every podcast because we're doing two weeks at one setting.
0: If you're watching,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'll be uh, traveling, actually, and by the time this podcast comes out, I'll be back uh from there but yeah just have some plans to go out kayaking and spend some Man, time with my be wife be and yeah you know so it'll fun. be nice new york yeah. state i'm gonna get to see some beauty and put my kayak on different waters and hopefully get some cool pictures and not drop any cameras in the water or anything crazy mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i haven't actually taken a vacation yet mark this year that's incredible so we're here yeah, in I july already you and you need
0: one yeah i
1: just wanted sure. there was just work around the house i wanted to get done like i, I still don't have part of my deck done but I can, I can relax on vacation knowing I'll get to that because I still painted the walls. I still did all my mulch. I still did most of the things I really wanted to do. I've been able to get done. Now I'm down That's to good. a few things left. And then after that, it'll just be tweaking this and that throughout the summer. You know, That's normal good. stuff. But yeah. yeah, I look forward to it. But in 2 Corinthians 6, we actually talked about this last podcast. And, you know, he put no obstacle in anyone's way. He was a servant of God. He commended himself in every way. And this is the way we have to realize that it's your life that speaks louder than what your, your talk actually Mm -hmm. speaks. It's your life. And when you live it, what the truth is, that's going to be the most powerful to people. It's not, I'm not a big fan of words. I don't know how you feel about it.
0: Show me. That's exactly right. And actually he says, he says it wasn't in power of speech and eloquence or anything like that. It wasn't in that. That right. we brought our ministry. It was in the power of God. You right. guys seen our conduct right. among you. You know right. what I mean? He stayed focused on the important things. Right. It wasn't about, man, that guy is such an articulate speaker. Wow. He actually wasn't. Right. They said, who is this guy? Right. I mean, the letters don't match the speech at all, right. you know? Right. Right. And so they came. They came in the power of God. Right. They came proving the Christ. Right. That's what it says. I and mean, it was awesome. That's our life. I mean, our, yeah. our life should prove it out by the way that we mm-hmm. live. Should
1: make that, yeah, I want to know yeah. more about Jesus Christ because I see how you guys are living. But mm-hmm. but anyway, this is a good way to live. It just He said that this is what they went through, great endurance, That's one of the ways I commend it myself. I just endured. And sometimes we do do endure things. It's an affliction and hardships and calamities and beatings and imprisonments and riots and labors and sleepless nights and hunger. Those are some of the things that he went through. And we think we have problems. And listen, I know some of you out there, you have had hurts in your life. And you can look at life and and they can realize, man, my, my parents weren't there for me or my mom uh, abandoned me or my dad uh, really abandoned me and let me down or maybe some friends let you down uh, maybe you unfairly got let loose from a job and by the way can I just tell the story about my brother yeah this I is mean, this is wild. my brother incredible. this is yeah. an incredible story yeah and my brother speaking of going through hardships he was with a company for 16 years and one day they contacted him recently and said you're done this is your last day we're letting you go. He's in the middle of projects and everything else. We we just eliminated your position. So it's basically what he recounted from what I heard from coming through my family is they basically, you know, young bucks coming out of college think they know what's going on. We don't need you. So they let him go. They call him up the next day. Another division within the company he was working for, calls him up the next day and said, is there a reason they let you go? And he goes, no, they just said they eliminated my position. They said, come work with us. They paid him more, gave him a better (laughs) job. And now he's overseeing the people that fired him. (laughs) Oh
0: my goodness. Think about that.
1: I mean, that's the way you talk about God taking care of you. Now, uh, now he gets to oversee the, the people that, you know, he's actually, I don't know if wow. he oversees them, but he's over them in his position. He's making more money and he has a better job the very next day. The next day. The next a, day. I mean, that
0: blows my because mind. It, it, yeah. Because,
1: you know, some things unfair, sometimes unfair things happen and God takes care of you. Yeah, they shouldn't have let him go. I mean, he's a valuable part. And now they're coming to him with questions about everything that he was working on. Cause they, they, they didn't even understand what in the world it was he was doing. Yeah. And, and, and now I, they're fine. Now that he's not there and he's not present, they're starting to realize sometimes you don't appreciate what you have till it's gone. Right.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I remember when you brought this up to me the first time, this was before they called him back. You said, he's not even worried about it. He's right. you know It's all right. It'll all yeah. work out. He'll, he'll right. be all right. You know, that speaks to me, you know, right. he didn't, he didn't, Flip out and oh my rate, you know, he's he's not no. anxious, you know. No. I'll be all right. God's yeah. got me. Right. You know, that's faith.
1: Man. Oh, he has a strong that. faith. But I yeah. just want you to know, I mean, there that was just a, an an example of hardship you're enduring. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for him, I mean he didn't really endure it long, but some people do lose their jobs, and it's not fair. I mean, it's not right. Mm-hmm. I've talked to people here from our own church family, got walked out the door of their plant just because they were trying to say you're not doing it the right way. And they had years of experience and they're older. But again, some of the other ones that have come in without as much experience. No, no, you're wrong. We're going to walk you out. You don't belong here anymore. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? And God took care of those people. That's great. Right.
0: You know, one of the things I wanted to look at, just that first little phrase in verse four there where where, where Paul says, with great endurance. Right. I love that phrase, man, right. because man, how much our culture needs just that enduring persevering nature among us, you know, I'm not going to flip out at every offense. You know what I'm saying? Everything that comes against me, you know what? I'm done. Right. I'm done. You know, I'm like great endurance. These guys, he says, I think he said somewhere else in scripture, he said three times he was beaten, uh, 40 times minus one. Right. 39 whippings from the Roman authorities. Right. That's one short of death. Right. They had it to a science. 40 was death. Right. 39. They beat him until he was one short of death, and he laid there. And he got up, and he kept preaching the gospel. Right, because it was true. unbelievable to me. He just kept on going. Now, Jesus did say, I just, last night at our prayer meeting, Oasis prayer meeting, we went through Acts 9, and we talked about Saul's conversion story, which is Paul. And Jesus says in there, I'm going to show him what it means to suffer for my name's sake. Right. And Paul knew that. Right. Paul was caught up in that third heaven. He, he's right. seen what happened, right. you know? And so that's why he has such great endurance, because he understood it. It was real to him. The scales fell off his and eyes. And something's better. It's he coming. knew right. Jesus Christ personally, you right. know? But this and, is
1: what it took for him. Afflictions, hardships, calamities, mm-hmm. beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger. And then he says in verse 6, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love. Yeah. This is how he commended himself. Man, I'll tell you, I looked and looked and looked and looked at that verse. I could not stop thinking about it yeah. when I read it because I'm like, this is how I should be. You know, definitely purity, doing the right thing, being an honest person, being a hard worker, being somebody you can depend on, a person yeah. of your word, right? Yeah. Purity. I think of knowledge. Just And another version is just understanding. Yeah. I think understanding what people are going through, understanding mm-hmm. what the Bible's teaching, really getting into the truth, I think is part of it. I patience, kindness, yeah. the Holy Spirit, genuine love. I mean, these are fruit of the Holy Spirit. I mean, when the Holy Spirit's working in your life, you're going to be patient, you're going to be kind, and you're going to have a sincere love. And I'm, I'm telling you, there are times where that's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to be patient yeah. sometimes. It's yeah. hard to speak with kindness You know when you're being put down or you're being let down, and there's two ways, man. You can be put down, you can be let down, and it's hard to be kind in those. It's hard to love people no matter what. And he said, "That's what I've done." Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself as a minister, as an individual, as a parent, as a person of my community, Bill. This is this is how you commend yourself. It's you got to be patient. You got to be kind. You got to love people.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm guilty of of coming to the Holy Spirit many times and saying you know I don't have the capacity to be kind to this person right. within myself. Right. I absolutely need you, Holy Spirit, right. to fill me with that that gift, that right. fruit, it, to be kind, to be gentle. Right. How many times, man, I just want to, <laughs> you know, I want to lash out at somebody. I, You know how attractive gentleness is? People want to be around it. Right. They want to be around you, you know it's not about what you can say to somebody. It's how you make them feel. That's going to matter. Yeah. And when I, you make them feel loved. Right. Uh, the message you're trying to communicate will be embraced a lot right. better. You I know? think it's
1: supportive people. I think it's supporting people when they're going through tough times Is mm-hmm. being there. I just saw a post somebody had on Facebook about that very same thing of, Hey, thanks for everyone who's reached out during my difficulties. Thanks for everyone who's wow. called me. Thanks for everyone yeah. who, because it, it means the world because, because sometimes it's just that conversation is all we need to get us through somebody yeah. taking the time to sit down. I think it's showing up. I think it's showing love to people
0: and letting them know you're still there and you care about them. I think
1: those are all great things too. Well, Mike,
0: I think Bill, I think my commitment is when God's done being patient with them, I will too. Right. And I don't think it's going to happen. No. There, it, his patience will run out right. one day. Right. But until that happens, I need yeah. to be just as it, patient. But is it going to be in this you lifetime? Know? Yeah, that's right.
1: I, well, and I, I do think that we can push God's hand too much, but <clears throat> neither here nor there. The the Holy Spirit is the power in, in life. It's just mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit giving us the strength to go through it. And a lot of times, man, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a perfect person. Um, I have certain quirks in my own thinking that, you know, I pray to God about and just ways I am. I'm just, it's just how I am, you know, and I, I sometimes, you know, you'll come and you'll realize like, yeah, that's probably not the best way to be. I probably mm-hmm. don't need to really be thinking about this mm-hmm. and that the other. I need to be focused on this, 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 but it's the Holy Spirit that really can point that stuff out and give you the strength. The Holy Spirit is going to be the power source too be patient, to be kind and genuine love. And then he said, by truthful speech. And I think that the world needs it. I can't, I'm not yeah. going to give up on speaking the truth. I'm not going to give up on what I believe. I'm not going to waffle and act like if I'm talking to you, I'm saying one thing, I'm talking to somebody else. I'm saying something totally different. Mm-hmm. You're going to know that no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, when you come to me and you ask me a question, then I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. Yeah. And that what I think is going to be based in what God says. It's not going to be just based in my... No, if we're talking about opinion stuff, like what color do you like? Okay, well, that's an opinion. You know, do you like this t-shirt instead of this t That's, that's opinion stuff. I'm talking about truth, right and wrong stuff. Absolutely, yeah. I This world needs it. And us placating a generation of people who don't think this country is great, who don't... don't aren't in love with America who, and I think about, you know, we're just coming through freedom and trying to make them happy. They're not going to be happy no matter what. So me caving my principles is not in fact going to please anyone. And when you're in a position and you try to please everyone, I will almost promise you, you're going to please no one. You talk
0: to any, to the truth. You talk to anybody that's confused and ask them if they're happy. Right. They're not. Right. (laughs) Confusion does not promote happiness, man. You're just like confused, right? Right. Well, when you don't have an absolute truth to stand upon, you're going to be operating, you're going to be wallowing in confusion. Right. You'll be spending all your day trying to figure out. Something that's clearly laid out in the Word of God, for example, you right. know, uh, what do I do with this situation? Well, it says the will of God is uh, flee sexual immorality, for example. Right. So, what do you do about that situation with the uh, you know addiction to porn or, or 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 temptations with another you know person of the opposite sex? don't do it right. run from it that's right. what god's word says that's an right. absolute truth you can stand upon and this you'll, is you'll an opinionated. be opinionated yeah. and, and he's saying I mean, by
1: purity by knowledge by patient by kindness by the holy spirit and again this is mm. in the book of second corinthians
0: yeah this six, is chapter yeah. six
1: mm-hmm. and verse six i would just encourage you to go read it for yourself and ponder it and think about it because sometimes what i find mark is you read the scripture and you read over the scripture you don't really read the scripture you read over it and yeah. you're not really thinking and things aren't really jumping out at you. And so this was one of those. I came back and I just kept reading it and rereading yeah. it and rereading it because I wanted to get it down in my head because I know how easy it is to forget stuff. I'm like, no, Bill, this is how you have to be. You got to be patient. You got to be kind. You got to be loving. And then in truthful speech, you still got to tell the truth, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I don't have the ability as a pastor to tell you just what you want to hear. And this church will never grow. If I do no, it's it's not me- it's true.
0: People need the truth. It's the most loving thing right. for us to do is to point you to truth. Right. Right. I yeah. mean, come on. That's that's why it's loving. Oh, truth man. is loving. Year,
1: years ago, yeah. years ago, we were in the old white church and
0: there was a Sunday and I was speaking
1: about morals and morals when it comes to sex. That would be, hey, you know, we're going to wait until we get married. We're going to have a committed relationship. Sex is going to be in the confines of marriage. So I'm talking about this, and I knew I had all these young people who had just started coming to church. I mean, they're in their Mm -hmm. 20s. Now, by the way, these people, to to cut to the chase, are still in this church. Wow. And now they're in their 40s. (laughs) They were in their 20s then. Now they're in their 40s. And I thought to myself, when I preached the truth and I told them what the Bible taught, they were living together. They weren't living, you know, according to the Bible. I knew some of them might quit. What happened the next week surprised me because not only did they come back, they brought friends. Wow. wow. They brought their friends. So instead of getting all offended, like how dare you tell me what the truth is, they, their attitude was, wow, I, mm. I need to hear this. Mm. I, I didn't know that's what God said. I've actually had people tell me. I didn't know that's what God said. I didn't know the Bible. It makes a lot of sense. I understand it now. And now I'm going to try to live my life based on this. I didn't know. They brought their friends back. They're still here. These people are serving in our church today. They've come so far in their lives. They're on fire for God. They love the Lord. When you have a VBS, they're going to be here. When you have other things, they're still here. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. Because
1: they did not they did not quit because I told them truth. What would have made them quit would be if I did.
0: That's so good, Bill. That. And I think the next phrase, by the power of God. Right. Um, I think when you put yourself under that good truthful teaching right. and you you submit to it. Right. You know, you allow it to do its work. That's where you're going to position yourself to really fully embrace the right. power of God in your right. life. It's, it doesn't work the other way around, right? You can't get the power of God. If you're not willing to embrace the truth of God, right? You have to be willing to submit yourself to the good teaching of solid biblical teaching of God. Right. And then you're going to experience the power of God. That's, that's what happened in my life. Right. You know, uh, when I was able to repent and to come to Jesus Christ and say, Hey, you know what, John 10, I, I didn't know you. I don't know you. I want to know you now. Right. I want to know you. And it, he says John in John somewhere, I can't remember where it says, but Jesus says, if, if, uh, if you obey me and my commands, my Father and I will make ourselves known to you.
1: Yeah, John fourteen fifteen. <laughs> yeah, he is the vine, we
0: are the branches, those who like, love me, obey my commandments. Yeah. We want to have God in our lives, right? right? I mean, we want that power in our lives. Well, here's what you do. Come to know the truth. Submit yourself to it. Be obedient to it, and you will see the power right. of God in your life. Right, and we don't have.
1: And, and the thing is, most of these people have no problem. Like if they wanted to lose weight, they would have no problem with someone saying, "We'll eat this." Mm -hmm. because you're going to be healthier. Mm -hmm. Uh, My my wife just dropped her cholesterol. She went on this uh, special diet. She knew she was getting her blood checked. Her cholesterol level now is the lowest it's been in years because she finally listened to someone and said, this is how to knock your cholesterol out. you got to stop eating this and start eating this, and she did, and it was a big help. But you got to be willing to listen when someone tells you, the same is true spiritually. You know, how will I be the happiest? Jesus Christ came to give us life and give us the full. God is not here to give us a crummy life. God is not here to say, hey, I'm going to make your life miserable. Watch these rules. You'll have no fun (laughs) i'm a christian i have a ton of fun i have so much fun it's ridiculous yeah Yeah. i mean i love my wife i love my family i have Mm -hmm. great friends i have a lot of fun i mean this life is good i think it's beautiful yeah i mean helping people it's, it's good all the way through yeah but anyway he also says this with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left. And mm. I thought about mm. try to think about that. Yeah. One of the things where he's commending himself as a minister, he said, I've got righteousness in, in my left hand and my right hand. And I think about how many people just want righteousness in one hand. So they want to say, well, yes, I'm going to go to church and that's a righteous thing, but I'm going to hold on to pornography mm. or I'm, I'm going to have righteousness in my left hand, but I'm going to hold on to addiction. And they don't realize that it's counterproductive and you're opening yourself wide to darkness by being involved
0: in these kind of things because we still have to be righteous. Absolutely. And especially... Uh, to those of us that are trying to impact those that we're around, you know, in our workforce, in our families, whatever, uh, for for our ministry, for right. the ministry of Jesus Christ, especially for those of us that are trying to proclaim the gospel, you have to back it up with the righteous right. living. Right. You have to. Right. You can't live with hypocrisy and expect for those around right. you to believe your message. Right. You and can't do it. You can't live with the world in one right. hand and God in the other. Right? It can't happen. And there are certain
1: things I will decry i will always decry pornography yeah i will always yeah. say the exploitation of women is wrong you as a man looking and lusting after another woman and not paying attention to your wife That's right. is wrong That's right. i'm going to say it i'm going to say it over i don't care what way society goes i'm going to decry it i think of victor hugo who wrote one of my favorite stories les miserables one of the purposes of the book was to take on prostitution and he thought it was one of the worst things, and what was happening to these women if they lost their jobs, they would be forced into prostitution just to make ends meet. And that was uh, Cosette, who's a famous story. You know, Fantine, her mom, was a wasn't didn't want to be a prostitute, was forced into prostitution because of financial situations. Ends up dying, and Jean Valjean on the run gets her because she asked him to get his her daughter. He gets a daughter who's being abused, being abused by those taking care of her, gets her out of that and goes on and raises her as his own daughter. And he had all kinds of issues in his own life. But you would never get Victor Hugo to say anything other than prostitution is wrong and it shouldn't happen i don't care if our society smiles on this someday or not and i I can see a day where we've had some weird things happening around us that someday you're going to have a porn star in some church talking about how great it is to be a christian porn star i'm going to be looking at it and saying it's still wrong i don't care how headlong society goes that way There are just certain things where you've just got to take a stand People are going to rally to the truth. They're going to rally to conviction. They are going to rally to confidence and strength. They are never going to rally to a person who tells them, you know, if you go to a dietician, they tell you you eat anything you want. That is not the person for you. I'm sorry. No. That's not the person you want to talk to. You want to talk That's to the right. person who's going to tell me, shouldn't be eating the dang black jelly beans, Bill, if you're going to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I need to hear the truth. That's I don't so need to true. hear that yeah. someone of the tickle my ears. And even though you want your ears tickled, know this, it's never getting you anywhere. It's never getting the church anywhere. It's never getting society anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get us anywhere. What's going to get us somewhere is when we have righteousness in our right hand and our left, and we're just, I mean, humbly doing it. Lovingly doing it, but just standing to the truth and saying, This is right and this is wrong, and this is what I believe. Don't be afraid of it.
0: That's man. Man, I hope you can just box that up. If you got to rewind it, <laughs> rewind, right. right? Right. Go back a little bit, listen to that all again, because man, that was gold. I'm telling you that what you were talking about was unrighteousness. You can't entertain unrighteousness. And try to entertain righteousness. Light and darkness have no fellowship. Right. They just don't. You want the power of God in your life. Stay fixed on Jesus, the source of our truth. Stay in the word of God. Pray often. Come to church. Get yourself into a lifestyle that promotes righteousness and godliness. And I'm telling you, you'll never look back. But not
1: arrogance. Not self-righteousness. We're not talking about being the most arrogant group of people on the planet. We're talking about just humbly doing the right thing, Mm. encouraging people. We work with a lot of broken people, a lot of hurting people. A lot of people have blown it. We don't bat an eye about it. No. We just encourage people, hey, you don't follow Christ. Do the best you can. If you stumble, we're here to pick you up. We're here to help you. But know this. God says, and, and I would encourage you to read all of 2 Corinthians and read chapter 6. I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them. I'll be their God, and they will be my people. So, what God has always wanted. Mm. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. It's in the beginning. It's yep. in the end. Yeah, I will be their God. They will be my people That's what he wants. He wants to be your God, and he wants you to be his people. So I want you to think about that. And if you don't know what to do, how about just start praying and just start, God, I'm not even sure, but I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask you for some guidance, ask you for some strength, and start the path. Appreciate you tuning in. You have a great and a blessed week.